Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So sometime just after Level 5, we partnered with Putmadlisa. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Putmadlisa. But anyway, Putmadlisa is uh, a business that had literally started during, you know, all of this uh, COVID mess and became a massive success. We then decided to go on a bit of a journey, a business journey with them. And we did all sorts of wonderful things. And really what they do is they bring us great quality food in your home, um, but more to an, an African slant. So it would be your mohoru, it would be your uh, dombolo, it would be samp, those kind of things. And beautifully packaged, really beautifully delivered to your home. And this was a business that really thrived during um, the pandemic, uh, you know, at the peak of the pan- pandemic in the country. So we partnered with them and we went on a business journey. So we thought, let's just catch up with him. You know, we'll let's see how business is going. And I'm sure they'll give us a tip or two about how to prepare food. But really, this is just to round up the year and say, well, you know, how has that wonderful business um, been doing? And our beautiful friends at Budmatlisa, has business been okay? How are they doing? So Tsepo Tsotso is a guy that we've been talking to throughout this journey. He joins us now on the line. Tsepo, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Madam Speaker, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to your wonderful team and festive greetings to all your beautiful and wonderful listeners. So how have things been going? It has been a journey which we truly will not forget, Madam Speaker. Uh, you correctly said we started right smack bang in the middle of COVID. Um, we've had orders literally every weekend. We're having new customers every second weekend. Wow. Um, we are eternally grateful to everyone who's reached out and just given us genuine support. But most importantly, the feedback, you know, um, mm. so it's, it's very often, it's not often customers just, just purchase a product or service and, and not give you the feedback. But mm. our customers are engaging. They, they want us to improve. They want us to thrive. And we really feel lucky and blessed to have been able wow. to enter more than 150 homes in the last, what, five months or so. So what has changed from when you started and thought, I want to do this, I want to package beautiful home-cooked meals mm. for a customer that is accustomed to Goko's food, Mama's food, my mm. grannies, my aunties, that kind of food, yeah. to where you are now. What have you learned? The value proposition hasn't changed, so we still stand by the following. We bring... Uh, we bring the taste of home and we make you feel loved again. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, so that also speaks to the quality of the product and the service, uh, not just the packaging, but the entire experience. What we've learned is that our customers are not as, as demanding as we thought they were, <laughs> but, but they expect every service to be better than the last, mm. which keeps us on our toes. And that is, that is, that, 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 that's, that's refreshing. Uh, what we've also learned, remember, you put us in touch with Uyanda Manana, and she gave us a wealth of information and knowledge to just keep on digging. And we finally submitted two business plans last week, one to the IDC and this week to the NES. And what we've really learned is even though the business may change from a numbers perspective, mm-hmm. what people want is that authentic experience and that real offering. And if you stick true to the product, mm-hmm. you've hit it 100% and that's it. So for us, it's always about simplicity, but making sure that that experience is always elevated. You know, Tepo, a lot of people are, are just trying to survive at the moment. Businesses mm. um, are really just, they're battling at the moment. Mm. Um, 
it's it's also now that time. I I think you're one of the lucky ones because your business speaks to where we are right now. So I don't have to worry. I can literally just order the food and it mm. comes to my to my home without having to go out and and worry about safety. So that in itself is just a wonderful opportunity for you and I think mm. you are really going to grow. But for for someone who started at a, at a peak of a pandemic, any mm-hmm. any lessons for anybody who who had to just because I also remember you, you just had to do what you needed to do at the time. Correct. For any Correct. for anybody who who is not sure about the future, who has to make changes. For somebody who has to start, who started a business at a time like this, what's your advice to them? Um, it's going to sound like a cliche, but mm. I'll say it. One, you, you need to find your greatness and whatever that greatness is within the entrepreneurial space. Two, you need to stay focused. Three, you need to build a plan. And the plan is not going to execute itself. So you need to then roll up your sleeves and get your hands dirty. Um, you will be criticized internally. You'll be criticized externally. Mm. There'll be days where you're expecting 100 orders and only five come in. Mm. There'll be days where you're expecting two orders and 100 come in. Mm-hmm. So as long as you remain positive and resolute in your belief, I promise you, you'll make it. And again, I'm not trying to sound all cliche, mm-hmm. but it's, it, it just comes down to mental strength. And I think during this, this pandemic, unfortunately, a lot of people have, have broken down. Yeah. Uh, and it comes down to mental strength. And if you can tell yourself that this is my vision, this is my goal, and I have to get it right, that's it. The tricky bit, I think, Tepo, um, for, for, for a startup also is mm. when to scale and when not to scale. Because as you said, sometimes you expect 100 orders, only two come. Sometimes you expect two and then 100 come. And, yeah. and then how to balance that out. How have you yeah. managed to balance that? So we've been fortunate in the sense that when we started, I mean, we had like one or two customers. Mm. Um, but then through our marketing engagements, either on WhatsApp or Facebook or Instagram, etc., we then started developing a pattern as to seeing who's ordering what and mm. which meals are more popular on certain days. Mm-hmm. We then started a tracking exercise to say, for example, we've got six customers in Parkhurst, 10 customers in Midrand, four customers in Santon. This is the likelihood of the trend. So based on that data, which we've been collecting silently in the background, we are able to, in inverted commas, anticipate demand. Mm-hmm. But your customers, actually, your customers will actually come to you and say, look, um, I don't know what's on the menu for next week, but please can I have a suggestion for five people? So based on those conversations and just us being honest with them all the time, mm. it's, also, it's also suggestive. So yes, we're doing a lot of mining of data in the background, mm-hmm. but just having true authentic conversations, people just say that this is what we want. And scaling for us, again, when we started up with Marisa's Kitchen, scale, scale was the last objective. Uh, it really was. But it's, it's just come through organically and naturally, which I then think speaks to one thing. If you follow your passion, success will follow you. Finish and plus. Okay. Let's talk about pricing. Because mm. we are in a pandemic, because mm-hmm. people have lost jobs, mm. was it an easy thing to do to, to make a decision and a call on your pricing? It was very, very easy. I never had, or we never had difficulties coming up with the pricing structure. Mm. All, all we did was we, we looked at our competitors, and when I'm talking about competitors, I'm talking about the established Western restaurants in this sector. Yes. But I'm also talking about competitors who sell what we sell, but outside of this market. Sure. So it could be guys in Villarazi Street, it could be guys in Guamashu. Mm. And what we did was whatever we're going to give our value is not going to be determined by price, but determined by, uh, sorry, whatever we're going to give our, our customers is not going to be determined by price but are going to be determined by value. Mm-hmm. So if, 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 if shop A is selling a, 
mkhodi with dumpling and chakalaka salad and two and and, and two side dishes for 250 Mm. there's just no way we're going to come in that first of all we decided we're coming at a very entry level Mm. we still need to establish ourselves we still need to establish our target market Mm -hmm. so we worked out a formula we've we've reduced some numbers we came in 140 160 which by the way is a saving of plus minus 100 to 120 depending on whether you go in, in the northern suburbs or in the southern suburbs so our customers are not just getting good pricing they're getting real value for money there is no way and I stand to be corrected. I might be wrong. Maybe I'm just hyping myself up too much. But we don't have, based on, idea, on our data, there isn't a kitchen or, or kitchens in our market that offer the same pricing, uh, pricing structure. For us, it's not about pricing. It's about the value. Mm-hmm. We've got customers who say to us, guys, this, this pricing has been consistent since July. When are you taking it up? And we say, let's just get the methodology right. Mm. And they get the methodology right, and then we'll grow. But again, something which we need to be sensitive, and you've touched on it, Madam Speaker, the reality is that people have lost jobs. It's been a bloodbath. Mm. And and I'm not an economist and I'm not a guru, but I suspect it might get worse. I'm touching wood, it doesn't. And and we need to be sensitive to the fact that, you know what, there are people out there who just don't have money but want good quality, safe food. Mm. And that's our, that's our space. At the end of the day, we actually, if you think about it, yeah, we're selling food, but what are we really selling? We're selling relationships. Mm-hmm. That's what we're selling. Mm. You, at some point, were toying with partnering with other people. So I Mm. remember that you had a conversation with somebody who was probably Mm. going to be a partner in Mm. your delivery service. Did Mm -hmm. that work out? It unfortunately has not worked out. Mm. We we had two or three conversations. We put together a proposal. We never heard back from them, Mm -hmm. (laughs) unfortunately. Mm. Um, But we're still working out on delivery mechanics. At this point in time, we're still independent. Mm. Uh, 2021, we've got some great plans. We finalized the business plan, like I said, last week. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to be tapping into, and I don't want to mention the names now, but we're tapping into a very popular, Mm -hmm. popular app. Mm -hmm. uh, And we'll have good news for our customers, hopefully by the end of Jan, early Feb. It sounds like it's been a wonderful journey. It's been stressful, but it's been worth it. It really has been worth it. So let's talk about, I mean, I, I, when I saw the um, the message that came through on WhatsApp to say that you you really have completely now sold out everything that is possible for this weekend. You are busy, busy, busy. So you, mm. you can't serve us this weekend. I was both <laughs> sad and thrilled at the same time, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so yeah, sure. um when when are when are we when, when can we order again? Let me start there because I, right. I'm going to ask you what we can do in the absence of the fact that we can <laughs> order. But when can we order again? Um, so first of all, apologies to all our customers. This communication went out I think two days ago. Mm. Christmas was actually sold out last month, um, but we were just finalizing in terms of CEs of all the customers. And I've learned in my corporate experience, nothing is ever signed up until you sign the dotted mm. line. Mm. So we we sold Christmas out and this weekend last month. Um, but to your point, the first menu for 2021 goes out either on the 6th or 7th of January. And on Friday the 8th, we'll be rolling out our new menu for 2021, which again is not going to be much different from what you're doing. So Fridays will still be your, your traditional street township foods, your fish and chips, your potas, uh, your fried eggs. It's light family food. And then on Saturday, Sundays, we'll still hit you with the traditional African authentic food, be it some khodu, kakwanes, mandwanes. Dumbling. But also, interestingly, we've also introduced, at the, at the request of some of our clients, Mokhodu mm. Mondays, mm. uh, which is on a trial basis. So we started out the week before last, mm-hmm. and we are, we are, we're going to be trying out for the next three months, and we'll, for the next three months, and then as a team, we'll then make a determination or an informed decision as to continue with the Mokhodu Mondays 
uh, either from March consistently or not. So we want to try this period out. But some of our customers are saying, guys, we really want this thing on a Monday. So we've listened to them as well. Because I was actually going to ask you, mm. do, do you have plans to at some point then service us every single day of the week going forward? Um, <laughs> now you're asking me to dig into the business plan. The, the answer is yes. Okay. Um, Madam Speaker, without giving too much, if all goes well and the universe is aligned, yes. and, 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 and we're truly honest with ourselves, what Magisa should and will have presence Monday to Sunday, Fantastic. starting out in Johannesburg um, and then hopefully venturing out to Cape Town, Durban. But again, this is all subject on the plan being mm. finalized by, by the powers that be ready. Wow. Okay. So what what is likely to be on our menu for the 6th? You said we're going to be able to um, to start ordering for the 6th, correct? Yeah, that's correct. That's okay. correct. So for the, for, for the 6th, uh, we haven't designed that menu for, for the first weekend of January, but provisionally we're looking at your traditional township kota. We've got two that really, really do well. The one is called a laposa. It's traditional um, toasted, toasted mash-based bread, bun bed with a beef burger patty, slashed with Russians, cheddar cheese, uh, triple deep fried chips. That's one of our popular ones. Our second one is probably like an informer. Uh, the slight difference is that we serve it with a slight served hake, uh, served hake fish um, and then potato wedges as well. Okay. Um, that will probably come in. Fried chicken and fish or grilled fish. And we're exploring with a vegetarian option. Um, mm, and I like we that. are. Yeah, we, we tried it out actually initially when we started with Magisa, but it, it didn't it didn't go well. I think we had one or two orders initially, and then customers customers. What, what was what was in there? So it was it was it was mostly green. So it's think of a half toasted base bun with your mash and your greens. Mm-hmm. So it could have been a summer salad with corns and peppers, mm. um, depending on what type of vegetarian <laughs> or vegan you are. It could have been a grilled fish strips, yeah. and we. we yeah, we thought that was going to work, but the, fish, the feedback initially wasn't that great. But we're going to be we, we're going to be revising our offering on the vegetarian side in 2021 as we as we having these conversations with a potential delivery partner. I love that. Okay, since we've lost out on the Christmas order, yes. what what actually was on your Christmas menu? <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to take you three menus if that's okay. Depending yeah, go on ahead. Time. No, go ahead. Um, so we've got we've got three clients. I won't mention names, yes. but let's call them client A. Yeah. Client A has got a starter dish which comprises finger food platter, which is makwenya, stuffed mm-hmm. with chutney and flavored mince. And then we've got mince samosas with uh, stuffed spinach and chicken. And then we've also given them barbecue chicken kebabs with Robert with Robert Peppers. Mm. And then we've also given them a second starter, which we've themed Rudolph the Reindeer Plater, mm-hmm. which is fried livers and sweet chili onion on a bit of cinnamon flavored croissant. Uh, and then we've given them a Soweto charcoal corn. So think of your corn, which the mama sell in the street. Mm. It's exactly that. Uh, and then we've given them a barbecue mini burger gotas, but it's a small slider. So instead of a big gota, we've given you a slider. Um, and then we are, for the main, we are serving a roasted vegetables. This is customer okay. A. Uh, okay. roasted, uh, roasted vegetables mm-hmm. on a spit lamb roast, mm. um, supported by a Christmas salad. Uh, as well as a creamy homemade average spinach and chakalak. What does a Christmas salad look like? It's very green, uh, very similar to a Greek salad, but mm-hmm. we'll be sure it up a bit. Okay. That's yeah. customer uh, A. Customer B? That's customer A. Customer B have gone for something completely different, which speaks to what we offer most on a day-to-day basis. They've asked for malamokoru. Mm-hmm. They've asked for goat stew. They've asked for butter chicken and grilled chicken. That's for 20 people. 
Um, they've asked that with dumbbell and fried rice, mm. uh, coupled with chakalaka, beetroot, and beetroot and feta cheese salad and a coarse loaf. Yes. And then they've also asked for dessert, which is very new for us. But we told them, like, we this is not our expertise, but we've outsourced the dessert, which mm. is very happy. And our dessert partner is preparing a, a individual baked vanilla cheesecake with strawberries dipped in chocolate mini mm. strawberry cream puffs. Listen to that, yeah? Got me excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, we can't and, listen to this and just not, I mean, goodness. <laughs> and, then, and then lastly, customer C, um, mm-hmm. it's a smaller order, three people, mm. um, but, but they, they're expecting a, a, large, a large gathering in the evening. Mm-hmm. They've asked for grilled fish as their main, mm-hmm. and then for the evening, they've asked for barbecue chicken with fried oriental rice, uh, plain morocco, plain spicy cabbage, couscous, and roasted veg with chakalak. That's our Christmas Menu. Yum, menu. yum, yum. Listen, we are so inspired because, I mean, just from listening to you, now we know what to cook for ourselves because we can't order. But I'm going <laughs> to send out your number because people are already asking, you know, please, can we have the order number? Can people order now for for the for the upcoming, um, you know, I think it's the 6th, you said, the 6th of Jan? Yeah, so the, the menu goes on the 6th or 7th of January, but we'll then start on the 8th. I, I, I think to be fair to my customers, it wouldn't be fair to order now because mm. that menu is only going to go out in the first week of Jan. Uh, what I'm happy to do right now is, is take all those numbers, add them to our database, uh, and, and, and as and when our communique goes out, which will be the first week of Jan, boom, they'll be loaded. And, and, and as soon as they get the menu, give us a call, drop us an email, place your order, and we'll be there. But, but you, you would do like a big catering though, right? Outside of the, the normal... Um, menu that you would have for the weekend if somebody wanted you to do something special yes. which is a separate catering um situation for maybe i don't know if, what, 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 how many yeah. people would you call a special special catering order so we, we've been fortunate again madam speaker we've had two private functions uh, i stand to the creator october november mm. where we served 20 and 25 people respectively yeah if we're speaking about tomorrow customer a 30 people all family Customer B is 20 people, and then the, the last, the, the customer C is three people in the afternoon, and they're expecting about six or seven in the evening. So, so yes, so yes, we do cater for, for, for big numbers, but comfortably, we don't want to go above 35 or 40 sure. up, until, up until we can demonstrate that we can scale. Because again, with cooking, you're always racing against time, and that's your biggest enemy. But also, you, you want to get there making sure that the food is still fresh, still, still, still fresh hot. And you, you, you don't want to get there running, sweating, and looking mm. like a mess. You want to get the cold, cool, composed. Because, again, people eat with their eyes and then with their mouths. You know what I mean? So. Listen, my order came in a tux. Okay. <laughs> so I, I can testify. I can testify. <laughs> my order came in a tux and a luxury car. So I can testify to that. Thank you very much. It's been wonderful talking to you. This journey has been really wonderful to witness, Tepo. And I wish you all the very best. And, and we will at some point touch base again with you next year. Hopefully you'll have new, as you said, you're going to be announcing some wonderful new things. We want to be yeah. there at that point of your journey. But all yeah. the best. And we really wish you all of the very best, uh, yourself and your team. I, I, on behalf of myself and my team, I just want to say thank you to you and your team. Um, you guys have literally just, you've put pressure on us in a good way. Uh, because following that first interview, we promised to say, we promised to deliver A and we haven't turned back. So thank you for that. Uh, your team behind the scenes are absolute rock stars, all of them. Thank you. So by the way, so there is a bit of a surprise. I think uh, some one or two people want to talk to you, Tepa, just uh, before you leave. Okay.
Hey, Bratsepo, I'm driving all the way from Louis Richard to Messina. I'm listening to you. Wow, 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 wow. On Charisata, La Mohodu, Kakwana. Hey, my level of hunger now is going up. Please come and open your branch here in Limpopo. Jewel Malete, thank you. Thank you, Manesu. All right. Um, I think we've got another one. Do we? Okay. Listen, all the best. Um, I don't know if you celebrate Christmas, but Merry Christmas to you if you do. If you don't, happy holidays and speak to you next year. Merry Christmas to you, yours and your wonderful listeners. Thank you, Tsepoi. Thank you, Tsepoi. Tsepoi is a founder of Butmadlisa. Okay, so the number is, take your pens and papers ready. The number is 064-903-5600. Nine three zero six four nine zero three five six nine three. What I'll do at the end of the show, I'll repeat the number again for you.